0: What's up, hot stuff, and welcome back to another episode of the Manifest Edit Podcast. In this week's episode, I'm talking all about why being a loser is killing your vibe. And honestly, I think we've all had at least one point in our lives where we've been showing up in loser energy, And so with this episode, we're gonna have a real, a very real talk with one another and help you shift that stagnant energy that is keeping you stuck so that you can show up embodied and powerful like the boss ass bitch I know that you are. And I know that this episode is gonna be one that you come back to time and time again to give you that little boost when you need it and to shake things up a bit. So make sure to download this episode too. If you don't have those automatic downloads on, save, bookmark, whatever you listen to episodes on, you're gonna want to come back to this too but before we get into this week's episode let's do some life updates you know it's really weird sometimes I just listen back to little bits of the podcast as I'm recording just to check that I've said what I, what I wanted to say and sometimes I listen back and I'm like do I is that what do I sound Australian right now people always find my accent so challenging to work out like where, where I'm from how I sound and like I'm seeing it now. I'm seeing that there is a bit of Australian sneaking in there. <laughs> I tried so hard to put this. And if you've been listening to my accent, wondering, trying to figure out, I grew up in Scotland and I moved to Australia seven years ago. So that's that's why I sound like this, right? This is my excuse, okay? My sister on the other hand, who has lived in Scotland this entire time, sounds completely different. We. Sound- we sound completely different. So it's, it's just very interesting to me. I don't sound like any of my siblings. I have this weird amalgamism of something else in between. So that actually wasn't the life update. The life update that I wanted to share with you is that I recently watched the Robbie Williams documentary and I spoke about this over my Instagram stories and I share my thoughts more in a timely manner over there. So if you're not already following me on Instagram, make sure to check me out. I'm ifea seltzer with an underscore at the end. And basically in the documentary, Robbie Williams is talking about how not really having an idea of what his identity was or his self-concept was led him to reaching massive levels of success, massive levels of fame, massive levels of money, having all of these people around him. Sorry, I'll just turn off notifications. And really just still not feeling happy with all the things that he had, with feeling content with that because he still did not know who he was after all those years, after making all of that music, after having all this fame and having all of these people supporting him, he still did not know who he was. And I just felt it's such a timely reminder about success because there's this misconception that when I'm successful, then I'm going to feel happy that I'm going to feel confident that I'm going to feel proud of myself but actually you need to have a really strong handle on your identity and self-concept and what your values are in order to attract that level of success that that person would have. And this is why when I'm talking about manifestation, I share my manifestation method with you, the vibes method, because the underpinning of that is identity and values and embodiment informs everything. And embodiment trumps trumps desire every single time. Also, I'm very glad that I watched it before I read any reviews and, articles on it so I was able to form my own opinion because it didn't really get favorable reviews because he didn't have anybody else in the documentary talking about what he was like it was very much focused on him and his retelling of his story which I didn't mind but I personally liked it also it was a little bit weird that he was in his boxers in bed for the majority of it but I could overlook that that was fine for me Um, but apparently a lot of people didn't like it because of that so I'm glad that I got to watch it and form my own opinions and and share this with you and yeah I think it's worth a watch to to see what I'm talking about put into action and I think it really relates to what we're talking about today about how being a loser is killing your vibe whether that's consciously or subconsciously so let's get into it i personally believe that when it comes to manifestation vibes are everything it's why my manifestation method is literally called the vibes method and i was putting some music on on youtube before and all my playlists are like vibes pure vibes this is vibes so it's one of my favorite words to use because the vibe is just so important and something that has come to my awareness is that i talk a lot about stepping into the most aligned version of yourself, the truest version of yourself, empowering yourself. And that's what I want to do through these episodes and through my coaching and through my work is to help you connect with yourself on a deeper level so that you can create the life that you want to create. On the flip side of that, on the other side of that is living a life that you don't want to live, feeling a way that you don't want to feel and not feeling empowered in that process. And I truly believe that when you are feeling like a loser, feeling like a failure, you are embodying that vibe and it is impacting the way you show up, the way you feel, the way you act, the way you talk, the way you communicate, every single facet of your life is impacted by you embodying this energy which isn't actually true. And I believe that there can be a separation between your negative emotions and actually taking them on board. I have negative thoughts, I have negative beliefs, ones that i am working through, but I have negative thoughts, I have negative beliefs. The difference in how I handle them now into how I would have handled them, let's say a few years ago, is I don't let the thoughts and beliefs mean something about me as a person. I don't make it mean anything about me. It's just, oh, this is something I'm experiencing right now, and I don't internalize that. For a lot of people, and it's very easy to do, is to internalize every, everything that you think because you believe everything that you think to be the ultimate truth when it's not. And when you have the negative thoughts, the negative beliefs running the show, it causes you to show up with loser energy. And today we are gonna be kicking that to the curb. Whether you want to or not, you embody the identity of your most dominant beliefs. You embody the identity of your most dominant beliefs. That means the things that you think about most often become your beliefs, and the beliefs that you believe the most often become your identity, and you internalize that to mean something about who you are. So let's say that you are going to change your career, and you've gone for a ton of interviews, no one's accepting you, and you're thinking, I'm a failure, no one wants me, and you are inadvertently then showing up to your future interviews with the energy of, I'm a failure, no one wants me. And although you're not saying that out loud, it's written in your energy, you are exuding that energy because you don't believe in yourself. What you do believe in is the fact that you're a failure. And this is just one example. It can show up in relationships, in your personal relationship with yourself, with your career, finances, and really every aspect of your life. So what we're going to work on today is and understanding behind how this is impacting you and some of the ways that you can begin to shift this energy so that you can show up and feel empowered and confident moving forward. Okay, so the thing is when we are feeling miserable, when we're feeling low, when we're feeling down, what we automatically wanna do is either, one of two things, bask in the misery alone or bask in the misery with friends, talking to our friends about how hard things are, how rough things are. And listen, I believe in confiding in your friends and I definitely believe that you can run, you can blow off some steam. When it becomes a problem is that when that's all you're doing, when all your conversations are focused on um, how bad things are, how draining things are, how you're not good enough. It can be, as the other person on the other side of that, it can also be really draining to listen to. And I don't really have friends like that anymore, but I know I was definitely in the past, like I was that friend that was probably draining my friends because uh, I was miserable and I wasn't really doing anything about it. So don't bask in misery with your friends. I don't want you to hold things in or just never express anything, but don't bask in it, okay? Share these things with people, but also be solution-oriented, not problem-oriented. When you're problem-oriented, all you can focus on is the problem and talking about the problem and going over it over and over again. Something that I just recently came across was... um, I've spoken about this on the podcast, was my driving instructor. I had a really negative experience with, in fact, my first two driving instructors. And one of my driving instructors just ghosted me after I failed my first test for for no real reason, to be fair. And I was considering complaining about him to the driving instructor company because I felt I was really mistreated. And I decided, you know what, I'm just going to let this go. I'm not going to drag this out. I'm not going to focus on the problem. I'm just going to find a new driving instructor and I'm going to get back to it before I lose my confidence in driving entirely. I had felt like I'd lost a little bit of my confidence from um, from him ghosting me, as you would. Like, why is my driving instructor just disappeared and not answering any of my texts? It's, it's fucking weird. It's weird. So I decided, rather than ruminate, I just need to get back out there and I need to start learning with someone else. When i did start learning with someone else they validated my feelings with my driving instructor and even my mental health coach at the time was like yeah that's really weird because i had been internalizing it and making it mean something about me like oh there's something wrong with me or i'm a really bad driver if he doesn't want to drive with me uh when actually it was just his problem so anyway i decided just to not report him to the company and just to do my own thing i passed my test a couple of months later it was amazing and just today actually i came across a note on my phone of all the ways in which i felt mistreated by my driving instructor and i was shocked. i was so taken aback to <laughs> to the multiple instances of things that he had done but i felt completely differently Like I didn't have that anger, I didn't have that rage, I didn't feel wronged, I didn't feel disappointed. I was just like, wow, I can't believe that was what actually went on at the time. But because I just let it go, I was able to move on with my life, move on with my driving and just live happily. I protected my peace and the results paid off. Whereas if I'd have ruminated on that, I could have ruminated on that for a long time. And who knows when I would have let it go. Whatever the situation is, ask whether it's worth your peace to continue ruminating on it to continue discussing it or whether you want to move on or whether you just want to release it into the universe or whether you want to take some time to gather your feelings and come back to it later all of those are completely valid and it will really create a shift in your energy not to be holding on to so many things that are not going to matter five you know that expression like is it going to matter five if, if i'm, I'm not going to worry about it for five minutes if it's going to matter for five years something along those lines right right these things don't matter all that much in the grand scheme of our lives and i want to spend more time and i hope you want to spend more time in your life being present with the things that do bring you joy and fulfillment and not the things that are the opposite Second of all, if you're not a loser, who are you? Right? When you've been in this loser or failure energy for so long, you may actually begin to lose sight of who you actually are as a human being. What's special about you? What's unique about you? What you bring to the table? What is the magic that is just purely the essence of you? And I'm not talking about being depressed because this is something different and I've also experienced depression and <laughs> it's a whole a whole other conversation but I'm talking about being down on yourself falling into old habits falling into old patterns and just losing sight of who you are and I think it's really important that no matter how good our relationship is with ourselves that we take time to reconnect with ourselves that's why I'm always doing things alone because I don't have any friends, but I genuinely enjoy my company. I go to the cinema by myself every couple of weeks. I take myself out for dinner, I take myself out for lunch. And I just, I want to have that time to check in with myself and to see where my head is at, to just build a deeper relationship with myself. And it's something that you have to be really intentional about spending that time with yourself. You don't necessarily have to take yourself out to lunches and dinners and all those kinds of things but date yourself get to know yourself so that you have an anchor point to come back to when you do have those days when you forget so you do have something that you're deeply grounded into that is your truth if you're not a loser who are you you're a wealth of things you are the universe in human form and so so much more so i encourage you to ask yourself the the question who you are and what you stand for and to you know, have that written down somewhere, journal on it. Maybe you have it on your notice board or in your mirror in your bedroom, your mirror in your bedroom, your mirror in your bathroom, have it somewhere you can see it. I don't know what you're going to choose to do with it, but I hope you choose to do something. Um, finally, prioritize the things that excite you, right? When you're stuck in that energy of being a loser, everything feels shit, everything feels off, everything feels boring because you are allowing yourself to go down the path of getting sucked into all the bullshit and to come out of that you have to start prioritizing things that are important to you things that will excite you whether it's a silly little tv show at the end of the evening or whether it's like for me like taking yourself out for food doing things that are exciting helps you get out of a funk helps you get out of a rut and more deeply into yourself and finally make a stand for the life that you desire make a stand for the life you desire. So not just um, doing things that excite you and are important to you, but thinking about your life as a wider concept and the vision that you have for your future and taking a stand for it. Okay, going back to the career example, you've said you wanted to start a new career, but you're struggling in your, your interviews and you feel like people are not taking you on board or you've gone for so many interviews and you're not getting the job. Maybe this isn't for you. You know this is for you. You feel in your bones that this career shift is going to make you happy. You feel like it's the next step in your journey and you just, you know, this is for you. This interview situation, not getting called back for interviews or whatever, is just a minor setback. What else could you do to help you get to that same result? Maybe you could reach out to some people on LinkedIn who work for companies that you're interested in. Maybe you could work for, I mean, reach out to some people on LinkedIn who are in similar career roles. Maybe you could get together a bunch of job descriptions and change your CV so that it's more matching to these job descriptions. I have not worked in corporate for <laughs> 10 years now. <laughs> so I'm just going off of what I would have done back in the day. But I'm I i think I'm thinking like if, if this was me back in the day, this is what I would have done. Maybe things have changed a little bit now. Um, I don't think so though. I mean, how much can it really change? But the, you know, Again, it goes back to the idea of not being problem oriented, but being solution oriented and not getting sucked into this vibe of I'm a fucking loser, I'm a fucking failure, but saying, no, you know what? I know who I am. I know what I stand for. I know what's important to to me. And it only makes sense for my life to align with what I know within my soul to be true. Earlier this year, I created my membership program, the Becoming Her Collective. Um, When I was thinking about creating this program, I was like, wow, there's so much focus on limiting beliefs. Overcoming your limiting beliefs is something that people are continually talking about, but what about the identities that are informed by those beliefs and that are solidified by those beliefs? the identities that are keeping us stuck and making excuses for our poor behavior, right? And if you have this feeling that you are being called to upgrade your life and you're dissatisfied with some aspects of your life right now, you've, you really aren't alone. But rather than being with, um, let me, let me phrase this, rather than not being alone with a group of people who are also dissatisfied and not actually doing anything about it, I want you to choose to to be divergent, to do something different and to reinvent yourself, to reinvent your concept of yourself and to ask what would it look like to become her, to have a deeper sense of connection to my higher self, to elevate your skill in aligning your life, calling in opportunities, people, experiences that match your frequency, integrating those healthy habits and having a sisterhood of supportive women who share similar values, dreams, and experiences as you do, because that is possible for you inside of this program, and I would so love to support you As you become this next iteration of yourself and also as you connect to who you already are who you truly are beneath everything that's going on at the minute the truest essence of yourself so you can find out everything you need to know about the becoming her collective what's included inside when we meet the kind of training i think i have um even some sneak previews of the previous months on there that you can see by heading to the link in the show notes so becoming a loser is killing your vibe but you don't have to let it be the death of your vibe. You can still revive, you can revive the vibe and live as you intend to live, feel what you intend to feel and to create your desires and experience your desires. Because here's the thing, the shifts that take place within you are also the shifts that are reflected in your reality and if the reality that you see right now is not matching up to the vision that you have in your head is not matching up to the dreams that you have for yourself then it is time not just to be focusing on what can i change in my external environment but what work am i going to do on my internal environment to cultivate the reality that i want to see that i want to feel and that i want to experience beautiful soul the power is in your hands what will you choose to do with it Thanks for tuning in today. I am so glad to have you here. And if you love what you've heard, remember to subscribe and leave a review because it helps even more people find and enjoy the podcast. And I just appreciate it so much. One last thing before you go, what was your biggest takeaway today? Screenshot the episode and share on Instagram at afeasalter underscore to let me know. Okay, can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, gorgeous.